You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. I have a massive position. I'm the second largest shareholder next to Newmont, who's number one in the company. I am absolutely committed to making this a massive success for all shareholders. And we have some of the best projects I've seen in the past seven years. I'm leading since Caden, all through Orin, that we're reviewing right now in South America for potential acquisitions to Copernico. Welcome back to Mining Stock Education. I am your host, Bill Powers. And in today's show, we're getting an update from Copernico Metals. Website is copernicometals.com. Now, Copernico is formerly Sombrero Resources, and Sombrero uh, consists of uh, projects that were spun out of Oren Resources previously. Just as a little backdrop, it is an unlisted reporting issuer. Uh, I own shares because I was a shareholder of Oren before the merger merger with East Main and then the spin out of Sombrero. That's just a little bit of the backstory. And uh, Ivan Bebek is the founder and CEO. It's the only company of which he is the CEO. So Ivan, welcome back onto the program. Uh, Last time we spoke, the company was called Sombrero Resources. So let's start there. Uh, Why the name change? Uh, Great to be here, uh, Bill. I I wish under better circumstances, you know, being listed within very short order, but, you know, there's a lot to talk about Um, why the name change. We were, we named the company after what was the flagship asset Sombrero. And we did this because we got onto a a world-class exploration opportunity in Southern Peru. And from that perspective, we've obviously had our hurdles with communities, access, elections, COVID, all of that has taken its toll. And we've decided to expand the vision of the company to add more into it, to create a portfolio, much like we did back when we did Orin. But instead of an end goal of splitting a company again and, and trying to create new things and hire new CEOs, we would look to get assets that we could spin and sell or achieve maximum value for, you know, for an end takeout by a major mining company. So we came up with the name Copernico uh, following copper and nickel as two of the, the metals that we're looking at in Peru with quite seriousness in terms of Sombrero and Tacana. And then Copernicus, you know, he's a gentleman who discovered that the planets revolve around the sun, not the other way around, a famous discoverer. So it has a lot of really cool meaning behind it. Um, you know, we, we love to find things and, and that's the, the the mentality of this company and the vision, because that's where you get paid the most as a shareholder. And we've seen countless companies have ounces, have deposits, but have poor valuations. And I've seen that firsthand. But whenever you find something, which I've been part of in terms of Keegan, we found 5 million ounces. The share price went from 50 cents to $9. Or Caden, where we went from a low of 67 cents to 360 per share before we were bought out. You know, that's the kind of investment curve we're looking for or much better depending on market environment in the background. Ivan, you and I met for the first time in 2018 at Mines and Money Toronto. And during that meeting for an hour, you walked me through the potential of Sombrero, which is your copper gold project in Peru. Subsequent to that, I bought shares because of its potential, but the potential still hasn't been tested. Uh, Can you give us an update on what's going on with this project? This was a project that we've struggled with in terms of getting access. We've had access for a while and we were able to permit our drill holes that we would wish to drill. Um, Southern Peru or Peru in general, you're dealing with communities that have presidents and the presidents come up for election every once in a while and different presidents have different objectives and some are pro-mining, some are anti-mining or anti-industry would be a lot more appropriate. You know, it doesn't matter what industry it is, they're just anti-industry. 
We've gone through a series of elections. We've gone through a series of changes in mentality, but we've really grasped the support of the communities. So we have overwhelming support amongst the people in the communities. We've done huge social impacts in terms of agricultural programs, which are funded by the government, but we sponsor and we actually are the ones who execute on bringing them into the communities but we haven't got access yet. We were very close. We've had a few very close points where we were going to get it. And then the Peruvian election occurred. Castillo came into power or the community changes president. And, and these are a comedy of challenges or comedy of errors that, that come along that are completely out of our control. And the one thing we've done is we've, we've put forward the best effort of any exploration company. I'll go on record saying this in Peru to have very positive social and agricultural programs to benefit the communities. We've got about three and a half million U.S. of of programs in front of these two communities that affect our target, and we're trying to bring them in. Um, It's been long. It's been difficult. It's been very hard to have such an appealing major swing, as I first told you about in 2018, and not to be able to drill it. You know, it's, it's this torture, a sense of torture, and then not being able to list your company for the same reason is even more difficult. So it has been hard. And, you know, when you go look for major discoveries, you, you tend to get these major challenges, either access, either permitting, either um, uh, global geopolitical problems or challenges or commodity market things which prevent financing. The bigger the swing you take, the more challenges you generally face. The good news, though, Bill, is we've made a lot of progress in the communities over the last three years as it's been. And we think at the end of the time when we finally get access, whether it's now, a few months from now, or a year or two from now, we think it's going to be worth the wait because of how big the potential prize is at Sombrero and all the early evidence points towards it. We just don't have any certainty to give a specific timeline where it sits today. It could happen within one week or within two years. We don't know. We're basically month to month. And I can brag about progress that's made. I'm not going to. It's unnecessary. Or I can talk about constant challenges. The wind changes many directions every week. And we're part of it. COVID slowed down community meetings. They cannot group together. That is a challenge that's actually affected the Sombrero communities. The only thing I can say with absolute pride and respect is we we are at the top of what you could possibly do prior to drilling your first hole as a company. And that's all we're going to do to make sure we have the best chance to possibly get that access in the coming weeks, months, or or hopefully not years, but in, in the shorter term. As the executive chairman of Oren, as, as well as the CEO of Sombrero Resources, you've mentioned that you've been in talk with majors and have confidentiality agreements because they see the potential of the Sombrero project. Is the access to drilling at this project hindering discussions with majors in terms of financing? Uh, yes and no. I mean, there's a lot of interest on this project from majors and, you know, it's naturally fell into we're ready when you guys have access, you know, and, and that's great to know there's money there from an outside source from the typical avenues to get capital. So from that perspective, um, you know, it's just you have to follow logic there. If you get access, that's when you'd ask for money because your case to pitch a value and a price of, of where that funding is going to occur is a lot better negotiated from our end when that actually is on the table and we get a chance to actually negotiate with access in hand. So there's no point. We have enough money for now. It, we have money till the end of June, which is decent. Um, we will need to top by then, but we're also quite ambitious with our efforts to try and get access prior to then. 
your Takana project. Uh, we discussed this with Michael Hendrickson last time you were on the show. This is a copper nickel uh, project in Peru. Uh, what progress are you making? I know you're looking for community access here, but also, are you also exploring geologically at the same time? We're, we're not exploring geologically. We are doing 43101s. So we are reviewing desktop, reviewing the projects. The community situation here is not the same as Sombrero. It's a whole different process and we've just started it. And so I think that the, potent, the potential to getting access here is much greater in the shorter term than the obvious challenges at Sombrero. But at the same time, Sombrero is much more mature in that event, and it could surprise us all in very short order. So from here, we're taking the natural steps that we've taken at Sombrero. We're not facing the same challenges we're facing at Sombrero, and the reception has been very positive from our presence so far. And we hope to have an update this quarter about where that's at, and that could really move us forward to getting listed. Now, technically... You know, even though it's a bit earlier stage than Sombrero, there is some remarkable targets in the south, a very substantial nickel target. Then in the north, you have copper and copper and gold significantly across some massive three to four kilometer long two trends. So there's a couple of areas that could really develop into a world-class competitive project to Sombrero. And that's why we picked this up. It obviously didn't solve the access issue for us last year, but it's a very, very appealing asset, uh, asset with a huge appeal on the exploration side. So it's on its way. I'd like to say it has less resistance. It could happen sooner than Sombrero. There should be something of consequence about it this quarter, and Sombrero could come at any time. And so what should we expect for listing? Then I'm a shareholder. I've been holding uh, these unlisted shares in my account for some time now. So what should be my expectation of when these shares will be free trading? So we're pushing for the first half of this year by June to be listed. And right now we have two projects that don't meet full listing require where we're going to need access from these two projects, right? So that's understood. And if you read the recent press release, which I know you have, everyone's read it. We're looking for other projects in South America as well. And I mentioned earlier in this interview, we're going to build out a portfolio versus being a singular asset company, just Sombrero. We've got our second project being Takana. Either one of those could happen at any month between now and June, or they could take longer. I'm a large shareholder, just like everyone else. And what I'm looking at here is how do we maximize share price shareholder return through a major discovery in Copernico. And so far, we have two phenomenal tier one projects in terms of scale. We have the general challenges you get with some parts of South America in getting access. And we don't know if those are going to come to fruition prior to being listed. So I don't want to sit here, Bill, as a shareholder and wait two years or three years or whatever it could take to get access to these projects. I want to see our shares trading and I want to start drilling a world-class project a lot sooner than that. So what we've done, and we've talked about this first in late fall and more frequently, we've started to look in South America for assets that would compare in scale and opportunity to Sombrero, to Takana. We're looking at gold, copper, nickel. These are the kind of metals we're going for. Um, We're looking at projects that have drill holes in them. They're not complete grassroots opportunities 
And we're putting on, we've got to be able to drill it within six months of an acquisition as a mandate. And this takes permitting into consideration. This actually is a really fun part of of an exploration company is building out the portfolio to see what your optionality would be, right? And if in that process, Bill, Sombrero gets the community access hypothetically in a month from now, or Takana gets it in March, or, or they both get it, it's going to be so much better for us as shareholders. Um, this is the only company that I'm the CEO of, and I have a massive position. I'm the second largest shareholder next to Newmont, who's number one in the company. I am absolutely committed to making this a massive success for all shareholders. And we have some of the best projects I've seen in the past seven years, I'm relating since Caden, all through Oren, that we're reviewing right now in South America for potential acquisitions to Copernico. We have Sombrero, we have Takana, but we have no certainty when these ones are going to come to market. If we can add to that and build out the portfolio and add another project or two, it's going to reduce the reliance and the risk, geopolitical or local risk, with the first two assets, it's going to take the pressure off and it's going to give shareholders a chance to perform with the world-class discovery into the rising commodity market that we think we're going in towards. I like to think that we're getting some of the best things we've seen in the past seven years out of all the submittals we had as Orin or when we were doing the splits. That's what's in front of us right now. There's about four projects that meet the criteria that would rival the excitement of a sombrero or of a Takana. And when I say that, I'm not saying it's going to rival the ninth largest mine in the world. I'm saying that it's going to rival the performance of a discovery in a commodity at the stage of discovery that could really reward shareholders and share price performance, which is our mandate. I mean, I love exploration. That's why I do what I do, because it can make you a lot of money on a big discovery. Sombrero is massive and it's it's there. And you know, it may take time or it may not. We don't know yet. So when you don't know, you can't sit on your hands and do nothing and then just roll up the sleeves or roll up the the, the books and go away if it doesn't work out. You know, for me, I'm committed to making shareholders a lot of money through discovery. And so we're opening that up. If we end up with five projects, a gold project, a copper gold project, a nickel project, a gold project, we're gonna look for the right buyers for each one as we advance them through discovery and look to sell them. We will likely explore them in sequence in terms of a pipeline and give that opportunity per project as we work across that portfolio. So the ambitions are very, very big with Copernico. There's more to this that we can do, but we're keeping shareholders in mind. We are shareholders ourselves. We're, we're going to drive as much value as we can into this company's share price as we have already two phenomenal assets in Sombrero and Takana that could come to life at any given time. Ivan, as we look and we move towards listing, obviously we're not looking for um, geological results yet, but what other catalysts should myself and the other investors listening uh, be looking out for? Great, uh, great question. So what can you do when you're waiting? Um, we're, we're looking to hire a VP exploration. Uh, Dave Smithson has left our group. He's left industry. He was our SVP of exploration and um, many thoughts and appreciation and thankfulness to his contributions and wishes with his family. He left for personal reasons. But we've been on the hunt for, for somebody new just naturally as tier one really took off and it's really on its way to discovery. So we've identified somebody. You'll see the announcement of a 
the new VP of Exploration, you will see a series of announcements towards the goals I've talked about today of adding more projects. And you'll see us start to get ready for a very robust opening to our company and more information of when the, when the shares will start trading in the coming months. So look forward to a lot more frequent updates from us as we are well on our way towards that path. Ivan, last question before you go. Uh, where is the treasury at and when should we expect the next financing? So many people have offered capital in towards us for the next funding. You know, it's something that Sombrero brings in on natural note. Um, when we get a big advancement at Sombrero or Takana and we get a bit closer to market, that's when we will revisit the financing opportunity of how we're going to fund this, right? Currently, the Treasury takes us to the end of June. I'm prepared to write the check myself if necessary before any of those events to keep our, our lights on and keep us plugging ahead if we're close to getting access. At the same time, Bill, if we get a major asset between now and that time to get us listed, that's not Sombrero or Takana, you know, on the back of a global introduction to that asset, and that's the kind of scale we're looking for, we would look at financing opportunities at that time. All right. The company's website is copernicometals.com. No ticker symbol yet because it's not trading as we discussed. Ivan, thank you for coming on the show and providing this update. Thank you for having me.